Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stagecraft is brought to you by the Geffen Playhouse. L.A. theater at its finest. Don't miss Tony Award nominee Marin Ireland, now on stage, in Ironbound. The New York Times raves, a performance of beautiful complexity, and Los Angeles Times declares, the actress creates a scrupulously honest portrait. Now on stage through March 4th. Visit geffenplayhouse.org today for cast info, interviews, tickets, and more. You're listening to Stagecraft, Variety's theater podcast bringing you in-depth and behind-the-scenes with the hottest stars and creators on Broadway, off-Broadway, and beyond. I'm your host, Variety's theater editor, Gordon Cox. On this episode of Stagecraft, I'll be talking to Jake Shears and Kirsten Maldonado, the two recording artists who are stepping into big roles in the Broadway production of Kinky Boots. Shears, the former member of the Scissor Sisters, who recently released a solo single and has a memoir on the way, will play Charlie, the young man struggling to save his family shoe factory with the help of a drag queen. And Maldonado, a member of the a cappella band Pentatonix, will play the feisty factory worker Lauren. It's the Broadway debut for them both, and they're in the studio with me to tell us all about it. Kirsten and Jake, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Um, so we're recording this just as Jake has started in the show, and Kirsten, you will be going in in a couple weeks. Yes. Um, so I guess the question first then is for Jake, how's it going? Um, I'm having the time of my life. I'm having so much fun. Uh, I guess Night Before Last was my eighth or ninth show. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just been, it's it's been... I, it hasn't been boring. That's 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 for sure. Uh, it's it's been really really unlike anything I've ever done before. Why? Um, What's been most sort of surprising about the experience of doing something like that on stage in front of people? It's you know my my buddy Jeremy texted me last night and said <laughs> and said. I don't know if you can put this in the podcast, but yep, he said, I'm sure it's like slamming heroin and jumping out of an airplane, but in front of an audience. <laughs> and actually, it's not that I've ever slammed heroin but uh, or jumped out of an airplane, but it's kind of like what 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 it feels like. Um, it's it's just been very exhilarating, and it's kind of like giving a concert in a way, but but with... But like in some sort of in, in like the middle of a puzzle box or something, it's the whole thing is like being on a grid and having to remember sort of everything that you're doing and tr- allowing it to become second nature. I mean, it's just a total first for me. So um, 
it's just been very exciting and I've been, I've found it to be very satisfying. Mm. And Kirsten, have you started rehearsals? I have, I have, um, today actually is my first rehearsal, uh, with other people in the cast right now. Uh, it's pretty much been, um, like the dance captain and director and like people kind of, it is, it is very much like on a grid because they're giving you all the moves counter here. And so I'm really excited for today because you're putting other working parts in there. So you can kind of have a better, um, picture of what's going to happen. And, um, yeah, rehearsals have been amazing, and um, I can't wait. To... How's your accent? How's my accent? Yeah, it's. I think it's it's pretty okay. I've yeah. really been working on it. Um, I don't think it's gonna be any any better or worse than, <laughs> than anything else. But um, <laughs> but I'm excited. I that was the like major stressor for me. The the accent. Yeah. The, the sort of. I don't know why. I think I um. Does it have a name, that accent? I mean, British, but like, is there a... a so we're from I just wonder. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're Northampton, <laughs> British mean, accent. I'm yeah. no, just kidding. <laughs> right, yeah. Jake's the pro, since he's eight shows in. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm just a newbie. <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put him on the spot. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's been really cool. I mean, the more, the more you work with it, and the more you um, are, like, dealing with it on a daily basis. Like, when I was at home... Mm. Doing it by myself, I was like making myself nervous in a way. Yep. But I feel like integrating it into the show and um, working in the space makes it so much easier, which is good. Jake, now that it, you're, go ahead. It's just for so much. It's it's really helpful too when when the other actors come in. Yeah. yeah. And sure. I mean, I immediately learned so much from uh, the other members in the cast. Like, I just felt like my knowledge of sort of what I was doing like grew mm-hmm. exponentially just from standing there with with mm-hmm. with people that did know what they were doing now that you are eight shows in what is your advice for Kirsten at this stage in her? um God, my advice <laughs> um teach me <laughs> <laughs> I like the on opening like the when I went into the show I think the first 15 minutes I was just absolutely my, my friends in the crowd said they were just like white knuckling it. Apparently I was like completely just like white as a ghost and like, oh. you know, my voice was coming out of my mouth and I was just like yelping and like, I, you know, like I would say something on stage and I, I would be like, who is that even talking? Um, but I like, I just, after about 15 minutes, I just started having fun and I've been having a blast ever since. I've just been having a really good time and, um, and trying not to panic. And also, I mean, I don't think this is as applicable for you, but um, I would, the advice I would give to any guy, at least going in, would be to just check your fly before going out on stage. <laughs> oh, yes, you, you were saying that. <laughs> I've walked out on stage now multiple times with really? my fly down, and now I'm so paranoid of it. While I'm on stage, I have to check my fly just to make sure, even though it's like, and now I'm turning into this like obsessive compulsive thing where I'm just like, turn it into is a my, character thing. It's a character my, thing. It's a character thing. Is my fly down? Is my fly down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so obviously you both have plenty of experience performing live in front of people, but was, as you were thinking about taking this on, what was it that seemed like the biggest deviation from what you normally do doing a show like Kinky Boots? Um, I actually was really excited. I, I grew up doing musical theater, yeah. um, and I was a musical theater major. So this is actually... Yeah, you were in, in community a, theater as a kid, is that right? Yeah, in Texas? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and a musical theater major in University of Oklahoma for a year before uh, we auditioned for Pentatonics. Right. Um, so honestly, in a way, it's crazy how life works, because in a way, it was like almost like Pentatonics was a deviation of mm. what I had wanted to do. And this feels very true to um, my beginnings and 
and and my life and how I fell in love with music and theater and all of that. So um, it's it's very exhilarating. It's exciting. It's also kind of nerve wracking to re- to have been off doing something else and then to return to something that I'm obviously so passionate about and like really want to one be involved in and two you know do well at because it is such a joy and was such like a um, a, a beginning love thing for me. Um, so I'm excited and I'm nervous and, um, was it something you'd always wanted to do? Was, had you thought to yourself, I'd like to get back to this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even like, even as silly as this even sounds, like I always expected, even when the sing-off happened and we won, we all moved out to California pretty much immediately. And I remember moving to California and feeling so strange because I had always wanted to move to New York and that's where I'd always seen myself I'd always like every time I'm in the city I always was I always feel so exhilarated and inspired here and when we moved to California I was kind of sad (laughs) because I I, well one I never thought that I'd be able to um be there working and um and have a career there but um I've always I've always wanted to come back here and it was always just a matter of um of timing and and what the opportunity was and um when this came along it was just amazing timing and and, and such a joy and um so i'm so excited to be part and so jake had was being on broadway anything that you'd ever thought to yourself oh i want to do that someday only on the writing side mm. um i've worked on a couple musicals over the last 10 years and yeah. i always you wrote a musical adaptation of or co-wrote a musical adaptation of tales of the city yeah um and then uh there's another there's another score that i've written and um yeah can you say more into, about that Speaking i um d- i i i've written it with elton john and um it's just it's still it's still in development original and, um, story or based on an adaptation it's it's based on something but uh okay. I'm not, I, yeah i can't go into any more detail right. but hopefully you know it's these things take forever but it's it's hope I, i'm this score is so good yeah. i'm really proud of it and um but so you were good I, with I wanna, writing musical I wanna, theater, yeah, yeah. I, I i i always thought that that if i ended up on broadway it would be through writing something so um, this was a total surprise for me, and I never really, you know, when I was doing Tales of the City, people would ask me like, "Oh, are you gonna are you gonna be in it?" And I would just be like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> you know, I I always thought I couldn't really act my way out of a paper bag. But um, you were in Bent. We were just talking. I was uh, in about Bent. That a few, yeah, how many years ago now? Uh, at two, the Taper, it was about two and a half years ago. Moises Kaufman did yeah. a did a production of Bent at the Taper Forum. And was that your first real stage acting? Gig? Yeah, and it was great because Moises just gave. I got this just crash course by you know one of the great directors, and it was just it was. Uh, I learned so much, and so I think it really gave me a good. Um, it gave me the confidence to be able to do this and. Um, you know, I've had a lot of challenges with this, uh, with Kinky Boots that have been, you know, great that I've had to kind of meet and overcome and, uh, I've learned a lot. It's also exciting because there's, I still feel like there's, I've got so much, I've got so much more work to do with it, but there's like 90 shows to do that work in. <laughs> so I feel like there's this space to, you know, I'm just learning stuff every show. How, how onerous does eight shows a week feel? I mean, I'm and how, still, how does it seem to you also, Kirsten? So, sorry, Jake, go ahead. Well, it's, it's, yeah. the five-show weekend just put me into the... T- I mean, yeah. we've, we've, we do, a f- you know, from Friday to Sunday night, there's five shows. And that just... Um, this last weekend, it put me into the table, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a long weekend. It's no joke. It's, a, yeah, it's yeah. no joke. Yeah. Does it... 
I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see. I'll see. That's what everyone keeps asking. I I don't know. I feel like slightly prepared just because, um, you know, with pentatonics, it's it's an hour and a half of acapella, so you're singing straight for an hour and a half, and even if you're not singing a solo, you might be like at the top of your range at that point because you have to fill it all out. So I, I feel like mildly prepared, even though we don't do as many shows, but just the longevity of singing in that time. I feel like kind of prepares me, but I don't know. But the difference is here is that it's cold, and then it's, yeah, that's, that's been the learning curve here is that it's freezing. And then if you but if you turn the heat on, you leave it on, then you wake up and you're like, oh, it's dry. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah there's a whole thing that's that the curve, actor singers have to do. I know. Right? Yeah. I was like, wow, but um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so when did you first? When did you both first see the show, Kirsten? When did you first see it? Did you did you know the show before? Or? I did. I had I had seen the movie with my mom. Yep. And um, so when it came out in 2014, my mom and I um, came out to see it with Billy Porter in it. Right. And um, I've actually seen the show four times now. Okay. But it was cute because um, I, I saw it. I saw it with Billy Porter and went with my mom. And um, I took a picture in like the little like kinky boots mm-hmm, socks. Mm-hmm. And then um, my friend Todrick was in it. Yep. And um, so this is Todrick Hall Todrick who Hall. had a run in it for a while. And um, and then they announced that I was in it and and. Someone put like all the pictures of me throughout the years next to each other, and then with the announcement with the boots, and I was like kind of emotional. I was like, "This is so cute." <laughs> um, so I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, so you knew it. So yeah. yeah. And Jake, did you know what you were in for? Like, had you seen it? No, yet, because or? I I'd, I had um I had moved to L.A. before it debuted on Broadway, and I really ha- haven't spent that much time back in New York since I moved, um, and never saw a touring production. So I just saw it for the first time in August. Right. Was Stark in it then? Uh, no, talking. I first saw my, I first saw uh, it was right after Brendan Urie had left, which I really okay. would have loved to have seen him. I saw Andy Kelso, and then and then this last this whole last yeah Stark you know, Sands, who originated the role of Charlie that uh, Jake is playing, uh, originated the role and returned to it for however long that yeah, was. Yeah, I was for so a few fortunate to get to yeah. watch. I mean, I yeah. basically got to shadow him for this whole last month before I went into the show. And then Kirsten, how do you look at the uh, Lawrence that you've seen? previously and how do you how do they influence you as you're figuring this out now um i think they're amazing what i in general what i love about this show is that especially since i've seen it so many times every single person in the different roles make it different and there's no like right or wrong way to do it i was like look i was thinking back to like all the shows i've seen with all the laurens and then i watched it the other day as well um this past Sunday and just everyone is so good and everyone's making different choices. So it's all about kind of figuring out like what, what motivation or what intention like feels right. But it's, it's everyone has been like so inspiring in different ways, whether it's vocally or whether it's their like the way that they're being coy or saying um, different words. I just like, yeah. Yeah. I can see how that's useful to come in with the understanding that there is not one single right way to yeah, perform a role, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 especially and that it could for, change from night to night, right? As right. you probably watch. Well, and for Lauren's, for Lauren's song too, like it already gives you so much greatness there. You don't have to like, you know what I mean? Honestly, you just need to find like the correct intention behind it because there's already so much of that song that is like throwing bones to the audience and is mm-hmm. like, this is a good, you know what I mean? It's just set up so great in such a great way. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> And are, are you guys, how familiar were you guys with Cindy Lauper's work as a, as a musician? Do you, did you, were you knowers and lovers of her work or, and it's the, I mean, she's so unusual is my first all time favorite album. I mean, Aww. that's just like, that's, I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the greatest albums ever made. Um, you've got, 
nine songs on that record, and seven of them were, you know, huge, huge, huge hits. Um, so, I mean, I from a, from a very that I mean that record came out when I was probably about I was about five years old. So, I mean, I grew up with their music. Um, does in, does this seem to you like? In what ways do the do the score seem like? Oh, this is definitely Cyndi Lauper music. And in what ways is it uh, maybe a little different from what you might have expected? I feel like it's it's as far as some of the. I mean, I don't know because I know that she wrote certain songs, you know, for you know certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fascinated by the score just because it is so eclectic, and I wouldn't necessarily. You know, I wouldn't pick it out of a lineup as far as if someone said, like, which one of these is the Cindy Lauper musical? Like, I don't know. Uh, but it is a really eclectic score, and I, I think it's... I'm kind of fascinated. In it. But also, it's... For me, the songs are, are the songs are really challenging. They're at the top of my range, and I've got them in the lowest key mm. um, that I could possibly be seeing them in. And, uh, you know, her, her... You know, her voice is, is very specific. Mm. Um, yeah. So... I don't know, in that way. What's your favorite song to sing? On the in the show. In the show, yeah. Oh, say yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, my my two solos are 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 really they're getting, you know, I'm getting more and more comfortable with them every day, but they're really tough. And say yes, yeah what what is it about say yeah that you Say that yeah you love? feels like a it feels like a it's it's almost like um I just love doing the choreography. Right. I right. it's it's it, even though choreographer is not my it's not my strong suit necessarily. Right. <laughs> um, but uh I just have a lot of fun doing it. And you're with the whole cast, you know. My 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 two solo numbers, they feel very um you know, they both have they both Soul of a Man has so much emotion and yep. really it's it's a it's a tough song just because you have to sort of put everything in as very, you know, heavy sad song. Mm. Yeah, Kirsten, what's your favorite song that you're? Covering? You do you know yet? I really well. I I really like History of Wrong Guys. I was gonna say I think that that one is um, which is Lauren's song. I yeah. think that's like more in the style of Cindy Lop, just like how it's yep. sung and like how uh, the the um, the subject and the, the, the like the timbre and the 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 flair of how that vocal should be sung. I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of more in her like yeah lane. Like I think that's that's the most like noticeable like Cindy Lauper song maybe yeah um. But it's just such. I just love that song. It's just so funny and goofy, and I just get to like be weird. <laughs> it gets <laughs> stuck in my head late at night. That song. It just makes me <laughs> laugh. And if I, I every time I see the show or I like watch it on YouTube, I'm just like giggling. It's just funny. I don't know. It's a sweet. It's a great song. song. <laughs> you'll get to do uh, group numbers for the first time with actual groups. So yes, like today seems, I know. <laughs> that seems useful. I know the choreography is really fun though, and then I, I'm excited to to put. Yeah, Everyone you, else in there. Are, do you think of yourself as a dancer? Do you? Um, n- no. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I've watched enough like dancing videos that right. I, I like to pretend I'm I'm a mover. As right. they say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, but it's, I mean, it's it's always really fun to do choreography, even if I'm like not amazing at it. It's right. just like fun. <laughs> I'll be back with more from Kirsten Maldonado and Jake Shears right after this. Stagecraft is brought to you by the Geffen Playhouse, L.A. theater at its finest. Don't miss Tony Award nominee Marin Ireland, now on stage, in Ironbound. The New York Times raves a performance of beautiful complexity, and Los Angeles Times declares the actress creates a scrupulously honest portrait. Now on stage through March 4th. 
Visit geffenplayhouse.org today for cast info, interviews, tickets, and more. And we're back with Kirsten and Jake, both starring on Broadway in Kinky Boots. Now, you both uh, pretty recently uh, released some solo tracks. Um, mm-hmm. You put out an EP, Kirsten, mm-hmm. in the spring? Summer, summer, In the right? summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jake, you put out a song. Um, a song on Halloween. Uh, on Halloween. And yeah. there's more on the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell, talk to you about, you've both also been in bands and, or are in a band kind of, uh, at the moment. Talk to you, how do you think about sort of your solo career and your work with bands? And when do you decide that you want to kind of go off on your own and do something? Um. For me, it was a, uh, for me, it was, it was kind of like a confidence journey in a way. Um, I'd always like been like scribbling lyrics or like thinking of melodies like in a notebook and, but they kind of like never saw the light of day because I don't know, I was just like nervous and weird about it. Um, but I, two, I guess now two years ago, two years ago, um, I just started, I, I met with an amazing producer and um, a writer and we did the entire EP together and um, I just had so much joy in, in, in writing all the music and I, and I just, I'd been, I'd been doing a blog before then and I felt like um, I'd always wanted to inspire um, our fans and the people that are reaching out. They were always coming forth with like a bunch of different issues or problems or things being talked about and um, I always, in my blog and in life and and. and as a person, I always wanted to share um, my experiences in hopes that other people can learn from them or other people can know that they're not alone in whatever situation. Whether my way is right or wrong, I wasn't ever saying that it was, but mm. I just wanted to share, you know what, you're not alone in this. This also happened to me or this happens to a bunch of people or you should never feel X, Y, Z, you know? Um, and so I, I just finally felt like I had a story to tell and I wanted to share it in, in, in music and, um, the people I worked with are really amazing. And tell, tell us about the sound that you gravitated to. What, what's the sound? What does it sound like? And why was that? Why did that feel right for you? Yeah, it was, um, it was, I guess like the, like the dark pop electronic vibe, um, which I like, I, I mean, I feel like in general, I have like a really eclectic taste in music and that was just really what was inspiring me and what I was listening to at the time. Um, I always say, like, I, I, I was always listening to Sarah Bareilles growing up because mm-hmm. I thought the way that she expressed herself. Also currently on Broadway. I know. Yeah. I have to I have to go see that before I, yeah. um, before we do shows. Yeah. I do, I'm, I'm, I'm in a show. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I just loved how she always expressed herself so well lyrically. And then I also really love James Blake um, mm-hmm. because he was the first that really just completely moved me. Um, with his production and with his music and it didn't even need to have any lyrics just I was so incredibly just drawn to it um, everything he does I think is really really beautiful and really amazing um, and so I kind of wanted to meld those inspirations together and that's kind of what formed came out that's yeah, kind of yeah. what came out right. um, and um, I definitely I mean I've been writing more as well and and, and you grow and you learn as an artist too and um, as an individual and I think it's I, I know it's definitely made me better um, to what I can offer to the group, what I can sure. offer to any project that I'm in now, just by going through that going through that experience and having to, um, you know, have those creative reins and and guide it. And um, yeah, I just it just made me really uh, inspired in, in all other aspects, you know. Yeah. yeah. And Jake, tell us about your uh, new song and the new uh, songs you've got on the way. You've got a full album coming out. Later. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole record. Um, it took me a while. We, you know, I haven't been with the band for about five years. Um, Scissor Sisters sort of went, you know, went on hiatus. I, I sort of felt like we 
did our job and did everything we set out to do. And I really didn't want to make another scissors record. Um, but I definitely wanted to make more music. I just didn't know what form it was going to come in. And I really didn't want to do a solo thing. Cause I thought, I don't know, for me, I was just like, Oh, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I, I felt weird about doing it. And, and a friend of mine said, well, you know, as long as it's good and then it's, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I sort of took that to heart. What and was weird about it? Was it weird about being on? I've always liked being i I've, I've always liked being in a in a in a band and okay. be collaborating with other people. I I like you know project names or you know like I I just didn't want to be solo. It felt lonely. Mm. <laughs> and uh, but you were also telling me before we turned on the recorder that you're like thirty people on the recording studio yeah. recording this. Yeah, recording these live, I definitely live didn't. I definitely wasn't lonely making the record. <laughs> um, I. You know, I made some big life decisions and I ran off to New Orleans and and um and just started writing. Finally started I've been writing for a while but nothing that was really that I loved and then started writing some good stuff. And tell me about the what's the sound? It's we, we can only hear the one song and is the rest of the album like that? Yeah, I mean it's definitely like all my influences sort of boiled down uh you know, it's it sounds like there's a, it's got a lot of in common with Scissor Sisters. You know, um, I just sort of decided to just write the way that I, you know, that what comes naturally to me, and and then I also got to you know record do this whole record and and, and pull in just the best musicians I could find in Kentucky and New Orleans and. Um, you know, it's got all those influences from Paul Williams to Elton John to the Bee Gees, of course, to ELO. Um, you does, hear all sorts of stuff in it. Does the record have a name yet? Full, uh, I haven't. You, I haven't. Um, you I haven't, haven't announced it yet. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the memoir has a name because that's coming out soon. But tell us about the, the memoir the book comes you wrote. out. Yeah, I wrote a book that comes out on um, February twentieth, and it's called "Boys Keep Swinging," um, and it's a book that I've worked on for the last few years. And uh, it's a memoir that that's mostly uh, takes place in New York. Um, that to, it it goes up to 2006, um, and I, I it, what a what a weird and wild experience writing it. I hope people like it. I'm really really proud of it. Did someone ask you to write it? Like, how did the idea germinate? Uh, this uh, th- there's an editor named Rakesh uh, Satyal at um, at Atriot Simon and Schuster. He had. He contacted me and said, "I think, you know, I think you have a, a book in you." And I've, you know, I've always written. I've always kept tons of journals. I've always, you know, I always thought I, you know, I always enjoyed writing fiction. Um, and so I was like, "Yeah, let's let's give it a shot." And um, I just wrote it. But it was it was it was an exciting process. It was really tough to let it go. Um, they had to just, you know, they had to rip it out of my claws. I didn't want to. It, it became, the book kind of became sort of, I don't want to say a crutch for me, but um, just it became such a part of my daily identity that it was really, I was very upset letting it go. Mm. And I, it still is kind of like heartbreaking to me that it's coming out. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> it's also weird to have that much personal information Um in the hands of whoever wants it. Right. Um, it's, it's a very strange sensation. And I mean, it's pretty, 
I don't know. It's pretty juicy. So I just, I, <laughs> I, I hope that, um, you know, I hope it's, yeah, I, I hope people get, get something out of it. I'm, I really enjoyed writing it. Mm. And I'm going to ask both of you this question, but Christian, what are you mm -hmm. listening to right now? Oh, um, uh, never be the same Camilla, mm -hmm. the new Camilla track. I guess that's what I'm listening to. Yeah. I don't know. I always knew Music Friday yet on Spotify mm -hmm. and just kind of see what's there. See what's there. Yep. Yep. Just for fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake, what are you, what are you into? Um, well, in my dressing room, I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening to Bette Midler's first couple of albums <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, just because I'm obsessed with Bette Midler and, and see, getting to see Hello Dolly um, last month really just uh, has made me want to hear her voice all the time. And then I'm, I love the new Charlotte Gainsbourg album, mm -hmm. the new Beck album. Um, those are the, those are, I got to, I got to hear um, the, uh, the new Ray LaMontagne album in the studio. The guy who produced my record also mm -hmm. has been doing his records and, uh, that just blew my mind. I'm a big fan of his. And Kirsten, you're going into the show in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. What right now for you feels like the scariest part? Um, I, 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 th I think looking at it in terms of uh, the timing, when like sometimes I'll like go on Twitter and people will be like, oh, see you in... 17 days and i'm like oh my god because there, there's so much that has to happen um here in kinky boots rehearsal and 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 other and in pentatonics and other things happening all like within those two weeks so just effectively using my time to to do everything yeah. i think is the scariest thing i mean i already feel i'm only three rehearsals in and I, i've already learned so much of the of the choreography and and, and what i'm involved in so I, I feel really good about it but when i look at it in terms of like how little time i guess i do have then that's what kind of makes me nervous but i'm excited i think it's i mean i know it's all gonna get done yeah and you'll have a whole cast and jake helping you along yeah yeah, 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 yeah. all right well i look forward to seeing you both in the show thank thanks you. guys thanks thank, for doing you. This. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having yeah. us That was Jake Shears and Kirsten Maldonado, now starring in Broadway's Kinky Boots. On the next episode of Stagecraft, I'll be talking to the creators and stars of the hotly anticipated Broadway adaptation of Frozen. Until then, see you at the theater. Stagecraft is brought to you by the Geffen Playhouse, L.A. theater at its finest. Don't miss Tony Award nominee Marin Ireland, now on stage, in Ironbound. The New York Times raves a performance of beautiful complexity, and Los Angeles Times declares the actress creates a scrupulously honest portrait. Now on stage through March 4th. Visit geffenplayhouse.org today for cast info, interviews, tickets, and more. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org. Because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.